Hello and welcome to Dunktown, the podcast where we learn about basketball one game at a time. I'm Anastasia. And I'm Agata. And you know, Agata, I was thinking recently that... About what? <laughs> about butts. Just kidding. Well, I mean, I'm new. I'm not kidding. But yeah. um, maybe we should... I think people get us confused. Yeah. Listening to this. Yeah. Our voices, in my opinion, don't sound that similar. Yeah. I but, agree with that. But maybe we do in the general, you know, in the world of voices, we're probably in the same quadrant. Okay. So maybe we'll, you know, uh, okay, I'll, I'll start off. I'm Anastasia. This is my voice. I'm the one from Arizona. <laughs> my name is Agata. I am, was born in Canada. That's it? Yeah. Well, I mean, what are, you, what are we supposed to do? Well, you like the Mavericks. You're the Mavericks one. You're the one whose son is Luca. Okay. So, yes, I lived in Texas, Dallas, Texas. Um, I like the Mavericks. I like the Clippers. Clip clop. <laughs> okay. That's all I was thinking because we've gotten some some tweets maybe where people at Agata when they are talking about son stuff. <laughs> And uh, that's fine. I mean, we don't expect you guys to know us, but yeah, we got to be better. Yeah. We'll try and say each other's names more. Um, and also, if you're sending Kelly Oubre stuff, we'll both appreciate yeah, send it. Send it to us both. <laughs> we'll take it. I actually bought that Tsunami Poppy shirt. Did you really? Yeah. It's like purple and it has like a silhouette of mm. Kelly Oubre mm. dunking. <laughs> Was that Jordan sent that to us? Yeah. Oh, OG listener, Jordan, shout out. Um, but yeah, uh, we like Kelly Oubre. <laughs> I think everyone knows that. <laughs> I mean, who doesn't? There's some good videos of him being very cute and like saying uh, really nice things about how he loves being a part of the Suns and he's like, likes Phoenix and he's like, we love, I like your, I love the support from the city and blah, blah, blah. And he came up with the hashtag, the Valley boys, which I think is really fun. Cute. Cause it's Phoenix area is called the Valley of the sun. Mm. It's cute. What have you been up to lately? Um, gosh, I, it, it, my sister was in town with her husband and her kids. Yeah. It was so fun hanging out with them. Whirlwind trip. Yeah. Last minute trip, uh, during spring break. And what'd you guys do? We went to Little Tokyo. They were staying downtown. Mm -hmm. And so we went to Little Tokyo and my brother-in-law wanted to see a 40X movie, which oh. I was like, why'd you come? Is that when they're like spray you with water? And yeah. Shit? Yeah. <laughs> Your seat rumbles. Yeah. Okay. And we went and saw Captain Marvel, which I enjoyed. Mm. Have you seen it? Mm. No, I'm not going to watch it. It was, it was like, you know, of the Marvel movies, it was like a good one. I don't like it when they're women-led. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I got it. No, 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 no. I just don't like uh, superhero movies. Yeah. You know this about Yeah, them. I know. And I get it. Um, but I thought it was really good. And um, But the thing is, like, so the seats move in different directions. Like, you're kind of like, you know, when, when they're flying planes, you feel like you're, like, in a roller coaster or whatever. Mm. But then also when they get punched and stuff, your seat like punches your back. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't want to be beat up. I'm trying to sit here and enjoy a movie. <laughs> your seat punches you? Yes. 
Oh boy. I don't like the sound of that. And then it sprays you with water whenever there's water around, but I very quickly turned that off because yeah. I was like, I don't want fucking water in my face. Yeah, or like mold. Who knows how who knows how often that shit's cleaned out. Well, also, you're wearing 3D glasses. It's like, I don't want to wipe down my glasses every time. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been to one of these? No, I've never done it because it seems insane. It's like $30 or something, right? It's expensive and it was fun to do once, but I don't think I'll ever do it again. But it, I think it, I've never been on one of those rides, but I imagine it's a lot like one of the rides at like Universal. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like the Simpsons ride at Universal yeah. Studios, which is kind of just like you're in a chair and then you're wearing 3D glasses and then your chair's jostling around. Yeah. Um, and then like air blows. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. At one point she like falls in some dirt or like dirt sprays everywhere and it like hits your legs like mm. air flies at your legs yeah there used to be one there where uh oh who's that <laughs> a new voice hey guys it's me pg producer gabe <laughs> just trying to make that nickname stick <laughs> um there used to be one there where it was like uh it was like a shrek movie you'd watch and it would spray you when shrek sneezed on you which yeah. i thought was i remember this it was disgusting yeah and uh did you ever do the honey i shrunk the kids right yeah or same it thing was a similar right? thing where there was a sneeze but there was also like a part where rats get free and then there's like little like shuffly things at the bottom that like hit your feet to make it seem like rats are crawling on your fucking feet it's disgusting why do i want to feel like why do they think i want to feel the reality of rats crawling on my feet i don't know anastasia (laughs) i don't know (laughs) i don't know i and also why do they think i want to be punched in the back that that makes even less sense to me Also, I think this because they're in little sections. So it was like me, my sister, and my niece mm-hmm. were in one little section. And I think our seat was like overactive because it kept like nothing was happening on screen and it would like jump a little bit. And we're like, what the heck? It was just getting you ro- prepared and yeah. warmed up. It was like a little for bun- the punching. <laughs> <laughs> Have you been? What have you been up to? I've been good. Um, it's been really beautiful in LA. It's about to be my favorite time of year here. Which my worst time, my <laughs> least favorite time. Here. Which uh, I call it jacaranda season. For anyone who doesn't live here, there are these beautiful purple flower or purple trees that bloom all over the city, and they fucking get everywhere. They get all over every car, every street, and it looks really nice. They do ruin the um, paint on your car, though. You gotta be careful. <laughs> um, but it looks beautiful. It's like you're, you know, it feels very springtime-ish. Um, yeah, spring has sprung. Like there's flowers everywhere. I went on a little hike recently. Mm. And like me too. I went up there today. It's a the I guess the super bloom is happening again too. The super bloom, yeah. Um the poppies. The, so we're not quite there, but it's like every like along every freeway there's little flowers. It's so beautiful. It is going to rain this week though. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I love the rain. Yeah. So I've just been like going outside as much as possible. Um I've been hiking. I've been trying to get that vitamin d baby oh yeah it's time to say goodbye to my seasonal depression (laughs) (laughs) i'm ready i'm ready for it to roll out of here yes please yeah i'm working on it yeah i read something this is so not basketball related but i read something recently that we were so scared of skin cancer that we're actually doing the opposite negative effect where 
we're not getting any sun. And so people yeah. have like major vitamin D deficiencies, which can cause other problems mm-hmm. in your body. And so getting, you know how people used to say like, oh, I'm going to get like a base tan. Yeah. That's actually a good thing. The more melatonin you have, the less likely you are to get sunburn. And it's the sunburn that actually causes cancer. Yeah. So this year I'm like, you know what? I'm actually going to go out in the sun. What? (laughs) I've been hiding from the sun for my entire life. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. I'm scared of it. But I think I might like read a book in my front little garden area. Holy shit. (laughs) Stop the presses. So much has happened in the world of basketball. Every week. Every week, uh, this is true. And so let's get into our segment called Previously on Basketball. Erstwhile on Fargo. Basketball. Erstwhile? Erstwhile. (laughs) What show was that, Gabe? That's uh, TV's Fargo. They say erstwhile instead of previously. Uh, I've never seen it and I never will because of that. (laughs) I don't like it. I don't like that. I don't like erstwhile. It sounds too. It's like, are you better than me? Yeah, <laughs> you're not better or smarter than me. <laughs> <laughs> but I do like Fargo. It's a good show. Uh, okay. <laughs> Jazz fan is banned for life after racist comments to Russell Westbrook. <laughs> Clips Lou Williams becomes all-time highest scoring bench player. <laughs> Raptors Serge Ibaka and Cavs Marquise Chris. Suspended for brawling. Joel Embiid did a great 69 joke. Coaches Doc Rivers and Jim Boylan both ejected after arguing. Pelicans lose to Suns in overtime after calling for a timeout they did not have. Mike Scott gets thirsty. Do you like the sexy spin I put on that? Yes. Um... (laughs) That happened in a game today. Um, the 76ers, Michael Scott, um, fell into the crowd on top of an older lady and grabbed her margarita. I don't know, something. Gin and tonic, whatever, whatever she was Whatever drinking. it was, grabbed it right out of her hand and took a sip. <laughs> As a joke, I'm assuming. It was very funny. Um, he was like laying in her lap yeah. and her arms like around his shoulders. <laughs> It was very funny. Uh, check it uh, out if you haven't seen it. We put it on Twitter. It just made me like my boyfriend even more. Yeah. Um, yeah. Are you keeping up with what your boyfriend's doing now that he's gone? I mean, I don't love him jumping into other women's laps, Ooh. but I think it was a funny thing. And so I'll let it slide. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay so um, Joel Embiid, our favorite goofball. <laughs> hmm. uh, in a, I believe it was a press conference after a game. Is that right? He did a um, he did a big joke. Let's go, go ahead and listen to it. Your second game back after the layoff. Where do you think your conditioning is from where it was before you sat out? Um, ish. huh? Percentage. Percentage. Sixty nine. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is, Joel Embiid is so straight faced. Yeah, he didn't even he didn't even like smile a little bit. He's just staring. he didn't even blink. <laughs> He's like so straight faced and Ben Simmons like shaking his head, putting his hand over his face. He's smiling. (laughs) The reporters are laughing at it. It's a good joke. You know, we're going to love a 69 joke. That's Uh. kind of our bread and butter. (laughs) 
uh, cracked me up. Yeah. I love Joel Embiid. I, everyone who hates him, just stop one second and appreciate that yeah. joke. Watch this video. Um, <laughs> all right, let's talk about Russell Westbrook. There was a lot of drama involving Russell Westbrook this this week. Um, there was a game in Utah where uh, a fan was harassing him, and then a video came out of him uh, being like, I'll fuck you up. I'll fuck up your wife. And, you know, he was like yelling at this fan and that kind of went viral. And then everyone was like, well, what did that guy do to him? Um, and then it turns out that um, he was being a real piece of shit. So let's see this uh, post game interview from Russell. Um, obviously, um, everybody's talking about the same video, but <clears throat> the realization of it is. is how it started was a um, young, young man and his wife in the stands told me uh, to get down on my knees like he used to. And for me, that's just completely disrespectful uh, to me. Um, I think it's racial. Um, I think it's just inappropriate in a sense of um, there's no protection for the players. Uh, I think there, there are a lot of great fans in, around the world that like to come to the game and enjoy the game. And there are people that come to the game and to say mean, disrespectful thing about me, my family. Um, for many years, man, I, I've done all the right things. I've never done anything to hurt or harm anybody. So this is, I think this has happened before uh, with Russell Westbrook and jazz fans. Like well, where he's jazz fans have a history of like yelling, yelling at, him. at not just at him, at players that mm-hmm. come there. Um, like racial stuff, which I think like, the organization addressed it. They banned the fan and um, seems like they're trying to like change that perception of them as being a racist place. Um, We did a little (laughs) tiny bit of research and saw that Salt Lake city is 80% white, (laughs) which is so high. That's such a high percentage. Um, not surprising if you look at the crowd in the game we watched today. Yeah. Uh, I would say it was 95% white. And I think that like, I, I also think this is a problem that we've seen a lot this season and probably before this season, um, with fans being abusive to players in general. And I just think that it's good that finally a fan was banned for life and it's like you can't do this first of all these are humans they're not pieces of me on the court you right. can't just like yell stuff at them and assume it's not gonna affect yeah. them or they're not gonna say something back and, and they they dug up tweets from this guy the one that was yelling at him he was saying like go back to where you came from yeah. hashtag maga so it's like clearly a douchebag yeah Yeah. and and like especially racist comments that is insane it like i cannot believe this person is not ashamed right you know like in 2019 i cannot believe there are people who are not ashamed of racist comments and thoughts like this is i mean i know we're so fucked up but postal elites and (laughs) we can avoid that but it's a real like harsh reality of being like, oh yeah, a lot of places in this country are still like that, and it's. I mean, up. we're coastal elites, but I grew up in Arizona. I and I grew up in Texas, and like, I saw it. Yeah, we're both. <laughs> we both know the reality of yeah. this. Yeah. No, I'm just saying it's something. If you live in LA, you can like 
completely surround yourself with only like similar people to you and you also LA is one of the most diverse places it's really just like an incredible amount of diversity in every sense of that word in Los Angeles so that's true we get the benefits of that that's true like I know a lot of people from Utah I know a lot of people who grew up there and I think Utah suffers from their lack of diversity yeah you know anyways without going into a whole diatribe about this it was fucked up. Yeah. Okay, so today we watched the Brooklyn Nets at the Utah Jazz on March 16th, 2019. That was when the game was. So let's meet the boys. Well, great group of guys. So for the Nets... Why? Brooklyn. Um... <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nice. Um, we've got D'Angelo Russell. We've got Karis Levert, Joe Harris, Rodion's Kurucks, Jarrett Allen um, as starters. And then as coach, we've got Kenny Atkinson. Um, and we had Alan Crabb out with an injury. Mm-hmm. And for the Jazz. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <Sweet>. <laughs> Um, when jazz comes alive at 7.05. <laughs> okay, we had starters Ricky Rubio, Donovan Mitchell, Joe Ingles, Derek Favors, Rudy Gobert, and head coach Quinn Snyder. Um, yeah, we so these are two teams we haven't done before. And we've, you know, been hearing a lot about both the jazz and the Utah, or <laughs> the jazz and the Nets. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. There's a lot of great players on here. It's been um, so as of as of right now, they're both number seven in their conferences. Yeah. So I mean, this I think um, both of them were like on the verge of maybe not making the playoffs. Yeah. I don't know if it's like official yet because there are some teams that where it's like they're definitely in. But well, yeah. I mean, the ones that are have won a fuckload of games are like in. But I think. You know, jazz There's still a chance. Jazz and the Clippers are seven and eight right now. There's still a chance for the Kings, I think, to overtake one or both of them. Um, and then in the East, um, I feel like they're pretty. They're pretty much going to be in the playoffs. There's not, there's not that many games left, right? I don't know. I mean, yeah, the season ends on uh, April 13th. Right. And um, I think just like statistically there, there are some teams where it's like they could, they cannot be knocked out at this point. Um, Right. But the, but yeah, the other ones is like, oh, there's still a little chance. The probability. Okay. I feel like I'm talking in a way where I'm like, I don't know how to talk about this. And maybe this isn't interesting to listen to you as well, but it's, it's actually exciting because this is the moment right now where some of these teams are like, we're not sure if we're going to make the playoffs yet. And we're really fighting to like, just get over that little hump to, to secure our spot. Yeah. Um, that being said, I'm pretty sure both of these teams will be in there. Uh, let's go ahead and get into the game. Oh, yeah. So 
this night was sort of like dedicated at um, the jazz arena to what they were calling solidarity. Um, they were all wearing T-shirts. Um, all of the players on both the Nets and the Jazz were wearing T-shirts that had a white arm and a black arm clasping hands. Mm-hmm. And the there was a quote um, from Fred Hampton that read, you don't end racism with racism, you fight racism with solidarity. And Fred Hampton was a um, activist and he was part of the Black Panther Party and so they were saying that Donovan Mitchell kind of proposed this and, and then all of the jazz franchise was like, yeah, getting behind this. They're all wearing the same shirt. This, it felt a little old fashioned a little bit, the idea of solidarity and the like black hand shaking the white hand. Mm-hmm. And actually Andrea pointed out that it looked like the predators meme of like, Carl Weathers and Arnold Schwarzenegger grasping <laughs> hands. So it was a little cheesy and probably not addressing the problem that exists there. But that being said, it's really nice that they're doing this yeah. and really like they were pushing this hard. They brought it up several times throughout. Right. And we're like, we are against racism. <laughs> yeah. We do not accept fans who shout out racist things. So that's good. I mean, they should because no player should ha- be like, oh, well, I don't want to go to Utah because someone's going to scream horrible things at me. Yeah. I mean, even, yeah, like even someone who plays for the Jazz, I mean, it would be right. like, oh, I don't really want to go there. Right. Or it's like, you know, if they lose a game or something and it's like their own fans turn on them. Yeah which I'm sure happens. So the arena that they play in is called the Vivint Safe Home Arena. And the court they play on is the Larry H. Miller Court at Vivint Safe Home Arena. <laughs> yeah. And I think this is the first time we've seen a court named. Um, and I'm jealous. I want the Staples Center Court to be named the Agata Monica Court at Staples Center. <laughs> <laughs> Only for Clippers games because, uh, of course, I can't afford that at a Lakers game. Yeah. The Lakers games are going to be, you know, owned by Elon Musk or something. Yeah. The court will be like the Elon Musk portal, uh, portal court. <laughs> <laughs> they get warped in from another dimension onto yeah. the court. <laughs> so, so much uh, naming and branding. But one kind of cool thing is that the sponsor on the jazz jerseys is um, a charity. It was a charity for that's like fights cancer. And we kind of looked it up because that was the first time we had seen a charity on a Jersey. They're usually companies. And I guess it's there. A company actually bought the sponsorship, but um, then like puts different charities on the jerseys instead of their own logo, which is really cool. All right, let's get into the game. Um, the first half of this game is very, very slow, very low scoring. Um, they were playing so much defense and not a whole lot of offense. Yeah, a lot of the, a lot of the shots on both sides were not going in. Um, and yeah, a lot of it had to do with good, solid defense, I think, on both sides, which 
sometimes can make a game a little boring to watch if it's just like no one's making anything. At one point, one of the commentators was like, just hit a shot. Yeah. <laughs> because said, everything was bouncing out or like not yeah. making it. It was yeah. crazy. We did get at the be- the first quarter, we did get a good dunk from Ruby. Rudy Gobert. Yes. Uh, one of many dunks of his throughout the game. I think he was doing a really good job uh, being a, a Frenchie that plays ball. <laughs> being a handsome Frenchman dunking mm-hmm. on everyone. Yeah. We also learned. Okay. So Joe Harris, who you might remember from his three point shootout win during the all-star weekend. Mm hmm. Handsome Joe Harris with the beard. He's on the nets. Cutie pie. We learned that he's 47% three-point accuracy. He's top of the league right now. And it was funny because as they were saying this, he was not making any three-point shots. <laughs> yes, that's true. Um, or any shots. Towards the end of the first quarter, Jay Crowder got a big dunk. Um, and he's got a cool name. And also, actually, there's lots of cool names in this game. Mm. Um, Spencer Dinwiddie is a cool name. Dinwiddie. (laughs) He does sound like a valet from... (laughs) Sounds British. Derek Favors. Oh, handsome. Also, yeah, total cutie pie. We got to talk about his tattoo. He has a tattoo of Jesus holding a basketball. Jesus holding a basketball. (laughs) This is insanity. Yeah. And at first, I I was like... Oh no, this might make Agata not like him. But then she was like, no, this makes me like him more. Yeah, of course. <laughs> Why would that make me not like him? I'm on board for the weird, wild tattoos. It is hilarious. I mean, it's kind of, it's nice looking. Yeah, too. it's well done. It's not like a doodle. Right. <laughs> I, I do love a good doodle though. <laughs> Who was it that had, oh, now I can't remember like a really bad drawing well just like a bunch of like shitty tattoos somebody i mean mike scott has the emoji tattoos oh that's true my future husband mike (laughs) scott who drinks from (laughs) courtside seat holders drinks oh yeah he's the thirsty boy ricky rubio has a cool name Mm -hmm. that sounds like a 70s kind of tough guy Mm -hmm. d'angelo russell yeah Ricky Rubio also has that lion tattoo that like was peeking out from his right, sleeve. Right, right, right. That's a pretty cool tattoo. I think Rudy Gobert has a great name. Yeah. If I can just say it's like classically French and it kind of sounds like he would be like the star, like an actor in 60s French new wave movies. Ugh. That would, I would love to see him in a, um, Godard. Damn it. I couldn't remember his name <laughs> in a Godard film opposite Brigitte Bardot no No. Uh, the boy oh in uh, Breathless Jean-Paul Belmondo Uh, JPB Jean-Paul Belmondo yeah I love him he's very handsome yeah so at, at the end of the first quarter we've got 21 to 28 jazz and spoiler alert the jazz they got the lead the whole time they just really take it home yeah and i you know i i pick a team to root for i i picked the nets because i've heard that they're fun to watch and and um i don't support the uh racist fans <laughs> of the jazz um so i picked the nets um which was a bad choice apparently because they did not even get close to passing 
I think I was like unconsciously supporting the Jazz only because I like a lot of their players. I mean, the Nets have some good players too, but I just, I like Rudy Gobert. I like Donovan Mitchell. I don't know. They're, I kind of was just rooting for them. I, no one needed to root for them because they really yeah. ran away they with it. They had all the support they needed within themselves the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> In the second quarter, Raul Neto comes on and Agata says, he's so smooth. Okay. He is smooth. <laughs> I got to say, you guys, if you don't know who this guy is, look up a picture of him. We ha- she's not talking about his moves no, on the court. I'm talking about his skin, baby. <laughs> it looks so soft and smooth and hairless. It looks like he doesn't have a single hair on his entire body <laughs> outside of his head and his eyebrows, of course. And he we find out he's Brazilian, which is that land that of tracks. the smooth. <laughs> yeah. That's where you go if you want to get everything removed. <laughs> It is, uh, yeah, I mean, he's the Brazilian wax of the team. <laughs> yeah, very handsome guy, beautiful face. Yeah. Smooth shoulders and arms. I mean, we couldn't see much of his, you know, the rest of his body, but I'm, just, I'm assuming he's smooth all over, baby. You think he's just like a hairless, like <laughs> soft-skinned. Yeah, I he, do. He looks like he like moisturizes all the time, yeah, too. He's just in <laughs> coconut oil 23 hours a day. <laughs> oily and th- honestly this game was kind of like a battle of the beauties so many a handsome, lot of cuties yeah shall we talk about all our cuties um okay Derek favors okay he's maybe number one cutie so beautiful he his hair his like beard is perfect because it's just kind of like short you know yeah great facial hair great face great body great tattoo of jesus with a basketball <laughs> it's all great um, okay, Rudy Gobert, we've already talked about handsome Frenchman. Um, Neto, again, handsome freshman. Uh, he's just a handsome Brazilian. D'Angelo Russell, who just looks so cool every time he's on every time he's on screen or has a photo of him taken. He his, looks like he's he's just maybe, as Gabe put it, one of the coolest guys in the league. Yeah, like they were showing the photos, the like lineup, um, and he everybody else was like teeth smiling and he was just like mean mugging yeah but he looked cool it was like oh man his hair is cool his tattoos are cool yeah and he's just like a stylish cool guy his instagram is deloading mm. <laughs> nice um yeah, joe harris we've talked about oh yeah very handsome man cutie donovan mitchell's a total cutie yeah. little baby face he needs to shave his little goatee but I would say not Kyle Korver because I um, think he looks like a, the evil guy in a teen movie that will stuff <laughs> you in a locker <laughs> if you don't give him your lunch money. He does look like a jock who's like le- either laughing at you or like staring you down in an intense way. Like yeah. he has intense eyebrows that are kind of pointy. Yeah. Um, They're very severe. Maybe he's a nice guy, but he doesn't really look like it. No. <laughs> He also kind of looks like Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah. We used to call him Tom Cruise when he was playing on the Cavs and we were watching the playoffs last year. We exclusively called him Tom Cruise. (laughs) Oh, Jarrett Allen also has that cool afro. Oh, yeah. He was wearing one of those like what people are calling the samurai headbands that are very popular right now that have like little ties that hang out Mm. in the back. Mm -hmm. So anyways, lots of really cool, handsome people on both teams. Yeah. I... I didn't write anything else for the second quarter. I have so much for the second quarter. Okay, go for it. 
I don't know why. I was taking notes like a maniac. <laughs> like there was a test at the end. Um, so they played this thing that was like, for they called it five for fight. And I wasn't really sure what that was. It looked like there was like a group of five people who had come together to fight racism. What? Um, and they said, they put on this thing on the screen that, that was like, no disruptive behavior. If you see disruptive behavior in the arena, here's a number that you can call and, mm-hmm. and tell us what section in it you're in and someone will come and remove those people. It was like very intense, but you know, good. But it was also, they were playing it in the arena as well as on the broadcast. Mm. And then um, later on in the second quarter, Ricky Rubio does an insane pass behind his back. It bounces once off the ground and goes to um, George Nyong. Um, And then he gets a three-point shot. It was very smooth. And actually, we had heard right before the game started that the jazz do a lot of risky passing. Mm, yeah, <laughs> that's true. And they did. And they did. They they're, lived up to that. They're passing. I mean, it was fun to watch. Yeah. They were really good. It was risky sometimes. Yeah. And it, sometimes the nets would steal the ball midair. Yeah. But when it worked out, it was great. Mm. Um, Donovan Mitchell did a great assist to Rudy Gobert, who did a big dunk. Gobert was a little dunk crazy. Oh yeah. This game. I think he got five dunks total. Wow. Wow. Rudy. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Very Frenchy of him. And then we saw, I don't know who or what this was about, but someone had 69% effective field goals. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think we need to mention it. We don't know who or what it is. I know it was 69. (laughs) It was fun. Um, And then Dinwiddie hit Rubio in the mouth um with his elbow i believe Mm. but then davis took the fall for it he got the foul and davis was like what the hell (laughs) he was pissed and that was that was everything i had for the second quarter all right so at halftime we're at 42 to 59 for the jazz the jazz are kind of getting away with it a little bit they are on a roll we see that the nets are at 29 percent Field goals. Maybe. Yeah. So yeah. they're not making mo- a lot of their shots. Most it's of their shots. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. Um, and a lot of that's, they're being defended really well, but still like even the three pointers and stuff, they're not, they're not going in. Yeah. Um, third quarter. Okay. We get into some fun bench ant- antics in this Ugh, quarter, which so fun. this is one of my favorite parts of watching basketball game is when a player scores and the bench explodes and the players get a little wild you know sometimes they do a little dance um we saw a cute video of the kings um doing a coordinated like uh, river dance yeah river dance <laughs> uh which was fucking great uh but here we got to see um Somebody made a shot and... Uh, I think it was Donovan Mitchell made the shot. Okay, Donovan Mi- Mitchell made a shot and the jazz bench explodes. Um, and then who was it that died? So I didn't I didn't see who it was, but one of the bench players, they look like they pass out in the chair. Yeah, they, yeah, they like go stiff, close their eyes and lay down. And then another player comes up to resuscitate him. <laughs> And he's like doing fake CPR. <laughs> yeah. Um, 
and it's really good we're gonna pull a clip of it um you guys can see it on our social media uh Tab podcast but um just fun it's just so good fun. it's fun that they're so so supportive and nice to each other um you know if i do something cool i want you to pretend to die and for gabe to come and resuscitate you we will do that <laughs> we will do that in the future yeah um just when we're at dinner and you like tell a funny joke oh i'm boy. just gonna pass out dead <laughs> I'm going to fall into my soup. I would love it if like one of my jokes someday killed somebody. <laughs> Can you imagine? They just uh, laugh and laugh and have a heart attack. And It's know. possible. I mean, we saw that happen in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. That's true. <laughs> um, so the, uh, like there was another moment where Donovan Mitchell does like, crazy ankle breaking ball handling where he's like doing it between his legs and stuff. And the bench is like imitating him doing it between his legs. Yeah. And then there was another moment where Rudy Gobert does a big dunk and the jazz bench is like holding each other back and like freaking out. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, so many bench antics. We love it. Um, and really just another great quarter for the jazz. At the end of the third quarter, I think there's like a minute and change left. The Nets really pick it up, but it's a little, it's kind of too little too late. Yeah. Like they, they never take the lead, but it was kind of nice seeing them, you know, rev it up a little bit. They were putting the effort in a little bit. Yeah. Um, But that jazz defense was crazy. At one point, Favors does a giant block. Mm, that oh was yeah. really cool. We love a good smack away. Yeah, by a handsome man. Yeah. Smack. He's like, <laughs> oh, you thought it was going in? Smack. <laughs> I wish you guys could see Agata's little <laughs> T-Rex arm and <laughs> smack away. <laughs> um, yeah, it makes me wish I had long arms and I could smack things around. What are you going <laughs> to smack around? Oh, nice. Not people. Back. Just like, you know, if a... Uh, bird was flying too close to the ground and um it was coming straight at my head or something a bird has flown into my head before when i lived in san francisco i would often go and eat lunch in the there was an area called the yerba buena gardens in like downtown san francisco and twice while i was there because there's tons of pigeons there a pigeon flew into my head I wish you had been there to smack the pigeon away. I would gladly do that. <laughs> I mean, both me and the pigeon were fine, but still. Oh, boy. It was a little jarring. <laughs> um, so in the last quarter, I mean, it's more of the same, really. Nothing. There's no, like, underdog coming up to. No, no. It just, uh, the score differential just kept getting bigger. You can tell the Nets were kind of, like, slowing down a little bit. Yeah. Giving up a little bit. The Jazz are, like putting their bench players out there, taking their starters out. Yeah. Did we say the score at the end of the third quarter was 64-83? I don't know if that matters because it's just like the Jazz were yeah. going bananas. Um, we do notice that D'Angelo Russell has a tattoo that's like, it looks like a digital clock, but it says now. It's like N colon O-W. Mm-hmm. Um, I wonder what's the story behind that. He's probably like, I mean, I'm just making a guess here yeah, I but it's hear probably guess. like well you know you shouldn't wait for a specific time if you want to do something you should just do it now because now's the time now's the time that's probably <laughs> what it is 
Well, let's hope so. You're so smart. Thank you. Oh my god. Thanks. I uh, you know went to college. So what they oh taught us that in college. I gotta <laughs> blown away right now. Just kidding. All I learned about was uh, how to do a keg stand. Am I right? <laughs> just kidding oh no i have i have done have you ever done keg stand no i have never and i would never <laughs> okay that's a little judgmental no i just think i like i would be too concerned about like my shirt falling or like mm. i don't know i i don't like people lifting me up too. i don't i mean me neither but they're not like holding you they're just putting your they're holding your, your legs, legs up. up they're not like carrying you you're, you're I mean, like, I do want to be carried like a baby. If well, someone wants to carry me like a baby and put a <laughs> bottle of beer in my mouth, sure. Okay, <laughs> it's not the same, but all right. I've done, I've done a keg stand. Um, How was it? Terrible. Well, first of all, I don't like beer, and second of all, it like goes into your nose because you're upside down, and it's like. <laughs> this sounds awful. I'm glad I would never do it. But I mean, it was college. Mm. We all did dumb stuff in college, right? Yeah, I mean, I definitely did dumb stuff in college, but I think most of my dumb stuff was like, I went to ASU and like, ASU is such a like frat, sorority, party, jock, sun your buns kind of school. It's a real party, yeah. (laughs) And me and my punk friends were like not having any of that. We rode cool bikes, Mm -hmm. like vintage, like Schwinn's and stuff. And I just have so many memories of going to Plaid for Penny Beer Night, riding our bikes there, and then being super drunk because we were drinking Penny Beers. Yeah. (laughs) And then riding our bikes across campus to get home. And like one time we like stole an ashtray from campus. Hey, ASU, don't come at me. Oh, boy. (laughs) And then one time we saw that the... We had a Mormon um, church on campus mm. and they had a singles ward there. If, you, if you're if you a jazz fan, you probably know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and the, the singles ward was having a dance. And I just remember me and two of my friends, one of whom used to be Mormon. Oh, yeah. You didn't really talk about how you have a Mormon background. Yeah. I mean, I've, I've never, I wasn't raised any religion, but I lived in Arizona and parts of Arizona are very populated by Mormons. My high school was mostly, I, w- I want to say like 90% Mormon, mm. if, if not more. So when I got to high school, I was just like educated pretty quickly about the religion and everything. Yeah. Most of my friends were like punk former Mormons. Mm, mm-hmm. um, I, d- I don't want to go into too much detail, but yeah, a large amount of people currently in my life used to be Mormon. So yeah, I know a lot about the religion, know a lot about Utah. No, I have been all over Utah. It's an absolutely beautiful state. Um, so Salt- what do you have to say for this racist? <laughs> no, kidding. I I'm can't. Just <laughs> <laughs> Explain him. I mean, I, I do have to say, the Mormon church has a history of racism because they had a rule until I, I want to say the late seventies, early eighties where um, black people couldn't hold the priesthood. And this, the priesthood is not like being a clergyman. It's not what you think it is. The priesthood is essentially like a first communion or something like that. Yeah. You're sort of like officially inducted into the religion. And so obviously that's messed up right? (laughs) and that's like way past when segregation was like ended and everything. So yeah, it was horrible. But that being said, 
Mormons go all over the country, all over the world, I mean, for missions. And so there are now Mormons all like the, the LDS church is all over the world. So there are people of every race, nationality, everything who are Mormon. And so now I would say the religion is probably getting more diverse than a lot of other religions are. I don't know. I don't really know the numbers on this, but that being said, you go to Utah and it's real damn white there. <laughs> yep. Um, but yeah, if, right. you, if anyone wants to go to Moab or um, Zion National Park or... I do want to go to Zion. It's absolutely gorgeous. And and even Salt Lake City is beautiful. There's mountains everywhere. Mm-hmm. There's a really cool underground punk scene there. Um, if you don't know where to go, though, Salt Lake City can be extremely boring. Uh, so I don't always recommend it as a destination but yeah go to zion it's great all right so the end of this game we've got 98 nets to 114 jazz not really a surprise let's give out some donkeys woo donkeys all right shall we do most points most points goes to the utah jazz also, most points on a Scrabble board, am I right? Jazz? The Jazz? They get two Zs. I mean, damn. What's that, 28 or something? <laughs> I don't know. I don't play Scrabble because I'm not good at it. Um, do you want to do Handsomest Boy? <laughs> okay, this is going to be hard. I, I, know, mean, I know who I've got. You, you probably know who I want to pick. Yeah, I mean... Every time Derek Favors came on the screen, Agata had a huge bit of drool coming down <laughs> her face. <laughs> He's a beautiful boy. She would be like, hubba hubba. <laughs> her glasses would get pulled down. <laughs> My tongue rolled out. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay, I agree with you. He is extremely handsome, but let me just look at the the rosters here for a minute because I don't know. I think D'Angelo Russell is very handsome as well. He's so cool too. I mean, that gives him extra points. Joe Harris is a, he's a nice looking young man. Um, again, reminds me of my handsome friend, um, Eric Rude. You know, Ricky Rubio is a nice looking guy, but too much hair. Cut that hair down, mm, you know? Mm-hmm. Let us look at your face a little bit. Yeah. Donovan Mitchell. Uh, we haven't talked about Joe Ingles much. I'm not going to say mm, he's let's handsome. Not, let's not throw him into this conversation. <laughs> okay. Um, honestly, between for me, it's between Rudy Gobert and Favors. So the Jazz are going to win it regardless. Mm. But man, those are two handsome men. Uh, let's just go with Favors. All right. What about best hair? Gosh, this is really hard too. I'm going to say D'Angelo. Yeah, I think we got to Also, you know, Jared Allen has that great mm-hmm. afro, mm-hmm. but D'Angelo just has really cool hair. Yeah. Also, um, I think it was Jay Crowder that, that had really cool, like um, really tight braids that were really long, but still D'Angelo. He's got the best hair. Yeah. Uh, best tattoo? we had so many options i know what you want to give it to i know you do (laughs) i'm not i'm not gonna you can pick that 
lion tattoo was very well done, but I don't like a lion tattoo. I just think it's kind of... he's a Leo. Oh, maybe. Hmm. But then I think it would be cute to have a cartoon Leo spinning a basketball on its claw. <laughs> cartoon Leo? I mean, a cartoon lion. <laughs> um, I mean, D'Angelo had some, a lot of tattoos. I think we've got to give it to favors. All right. Jesus holding a basketball. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I agree. I, I feel like my donkeys are all stacked. <laughs> um, we should give best bench reactions. Oh, yeah. That has to go to the Jazz, too, because, boy, were they fun. They played that clip of the resuscitation, like, five, six times. <laughs> um, every time it made me laugh. <laughs> hey, Gabe, do you want to give one? Um, I feel like we have to give best mascot to the jazz by default. Oh yeah. We didn't even talk about mascots. I like jazz bear. Jazz bear seems cool. He seems cozy. Like, uh, he's kind of like Chewbacca mixed with, um, with like a Muppet bear, Mm -hmm. but the nets, they don't have a mascot at all. Yeah. Um, So we didn't talk about this. There's a, they used to have a mascot. The Brooklyn Knight. It was the, is it the Brooklyn Knight? And tell us about the mascot, Gabe. Um, yeah, so his name is Brooklyn Knight. It's spelled a really, really confusing way where they put the silent K in the middle and it just doesn't read at all. Brooklyn Knight. <laughs> Brooklyn Knight. <laughs> because the K comes before the N. Mm. Um, he kind of looks like a combination of, I guess, a, a knight and Batman. Yeah. But he low seems budget. Like, he seems like a total Batman ripoff. I wasn't into him. I actually kind of like him. What? He also, to me, he looks like a hockey goalie. Yeah, he does look like, almost like he has a hockey mask on or something. It's kind of like if Batman and Bane fucked. (laughs) (laughs) And produced a baby and that baby grew up to be the Brooklyn Knight. Yeah. Yeah. And I I don't know why they would get rid of him and not replace him with anything. Yeah, why don't they have a mascot? That's so weird. Yeah, because... Part of the reason why I love going to a Clippers game is Chuck is fun as fuck to watch. Yeah. And we didn't really get to see like the halftime show or much um, sort of in between the gameplay for this game. But we got a little tiny snippet of the jazz bear in a little leprechaun outfit (laughs) jumping on a trampoline and doing dunks. That's pretty cool. I mean, I don't really like the leprechaun outfit, but it's almost St. Patrick's Day. So it is St. Patrick's Day. Oh, yeah. Today is St. Patrick's Day. Um, Best butt? Who are you going to give that to? I feel like Favors is running away with us. <laughs> Look, these are all common categories that we already... It's not my fault that he <laughs> sweeps them all. It's not your fault that he's just really good at winning donkeys. Yeah. Yeah, I guess you're right. I mean, do you have another contender? I mean, his butt is the butt that I noticed. Did did the Nets win any donkeys? <laughs> yeah, they got one. Okay. Best hair. Oh, okay. Let's um okay, I'm gonna do best butt here and give it to the jazz, but let's also talk about their uniforms a little bit. Um, so I think they both have really cool branding. Yeah. Um I love the Nets logo that's kind of like a little shield. And I also love the Jazz logo and their colors. It's yeah, like kind the of the logo is great. It's like seventies colors, but not in a, a tacky way. It's like 
you know, greens, yellows, and oranges. Yeah. Tonight, the Jazz were wearing green uniforms um, with their little um, music note logo, and they look great. Yeah. They're killing it. Agreed. Um, But if we were going to do, like, best logo... Who would we give it to? Because I also like the black and white of the Nets, but they were just wearing their white uniforms with just like Brooklyn on mm. it, which is traditional and kind of cool. But yeah, um, I, I would have to give it to the Jazz because that that music note logo is so cool. Okay. So, I mean, the I Jazz agree. are just running away with it, just like they did in the game. Ugh, they really killed it. Um, yeah, Jazz got seven and Nets got one donkey. Ooh. Oh yeah, smooth jazz. So our next game is gonna be we're gonna watch the Nets take on the Los Angeles Lakers. You better tomorrow. Um yeah, we're going to a game. Our first Lakers game, first and only one probably, unless something crazy happens and <laughs> someone just hands us tickets because <laughs> If we, Snoop Dogg's like, you know what? Dunk down. I, I Take my box. Wish. I fucking wish. Um, so yeah, watch that game. It's on March 22nd and we'll give you a rundown. Um, hopefully we'll get to see some LeBron minutes. We've been waiting all season to get some, you know, a real good look at that. But <laughs> even though we're sitting so far well, away, I'm going to bring binoculars, <laughs> but binoculars. <laughs> yeah. They're only for zooming in on the butt. <laughs> um yeah it'll be fun um you know we've been to a bunch of clippers games you guys know that um we'll this will be my first lakers game yeah, ever me too. um we'll see how different it is i'm gonna wear my lebron jersey and see how many people yell at me on the train this time oh my goodness um yeah cool so great uh let's get into our mail basket watch out there's a lot of mail to be delivered this afternoon so this email is from joe he says i just wanted to drop a line to tell you guys that i love the podcast the three of you sound like such good friends and it's fun to listen to you talk even if i don't understand half of it i have never been into the nba but as a kid i loved basketball i wasn't usually into sports but i had a great team and coach that made me love it i never got into watching as much as playing but recently got more curious after the flagrant one started who knows if i will ever find time to watch a game but having them described by these two podcasts is a fun way to keep up Anyway, thanks for reading. Oh, yeah. Um, I almost forgot to mention, I actually used to live near Gun Barrel City, Texas. It was so weird hearing a Cedar Creek Lake shout out on an LA podcast. Thank you, Joe. What a nice email. We're glad that you're listening, even though you are not following the league and we are helping you out with that. Yeah. Um, it's, you don't need to follow the league. Yeah, you Just don't. Just listen to us. We'll give you all the highlights. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll tell you, you know, who's got the best butt and stuff. Um, and that's really funny about Gun Barrel City because that my my parents have a lake house in this uh city that's like a couple hours outside of dallas texas Uh, i've spent a lot of time there and it is a wild place um yeah i don't really know how to describe it other than that i've had many fun times there um it's also like very redneck um i think the name of the gun barrel city says it all exactly it's that's like a very good description of what the city is like and i think the last time i mentioned it i was talking about how i went to a drag show there because they do have a great a gay bar there which was a surprising uh discovery when i found it 
uh, because they have almost no bars at all. So the fact that one of them was a gay bar where they would do a drag show was cool. Amazing. I I do have memories of um, going, approaching another place um, on a boat and then you, you like just tie up your boat and you get off and you eat and drink on at the place and then you go back oh that's cool and it's fun uh but that place burned down in a horrible kitchen fire oh my god (laughs) yeah Yeah, but there was one very fun night in particular that i remember um we could hear the the music like like bouncing off the water because it was just like blasting out of the bar so we were like we got to get over there and see what's going on. Got to go to this and party. Everybody was like very welcoming to us. I remember jello shots. Um, everybody that I was with got like so like, like many jello shots in. Um, <laughs> and uh, we met a bunch of nice people and we had a really fun time. Nice. That sounds fun. It was fun and it'll never happen again because it burned down, but (laughs) I'm hoping they'll open something else in that space. I don't know. It's been a while since I've been there. I feel like party lakes are a thing where it's just like people go to this lake, hang out on boats, party, like hop from sort of little part of the lake, one part of the lake to another. Yeah, totally. They have that in um, Lake Havasu, Arizona, but I've never been we talked about going. Yeah, we did. But we talked about going for <laughs> to a go to Culver's, right? Yeah, we were. So we've talked about it on the show before. We do a supper club where we eat at chain restaurants. Um, and we've been talking about going to a Culver's because um, one of our friends is from Wisconsin, and that's where that chain is from. And they also are delicious. And they've got the what are those shakes called? The like concrete. concrete. Oh, yeah. concrete. Yeah. And they have like Butter fried burgers. cheese curds and, and stuff. cheese curds, yes. I actually went to one when I was in Arizona because apparently they popped up all over Arizona recently. Mm. And was it good? Yeah, I just got cheese curds and a concrete. <laughs> that sounds great. <laughs> the healthiest meal in the world. So we were talking about going to eat at, <laughs> at Culver's and staying at a motel or something. <laughs> Driving back. I'm still into the idea. I think, I we, think should. we should. Let's do it. I but saw we, we should go to like the grand canyon too well i've seen if it we have, if we have time <laughs> <laughs> we're more interested in the curve i saw beto o'rourke eating some culvers on instagram earlier today and uh, it looked good i saw oh that too God. but he didn't get any cheese curds what he was eating fries you gotta get the cheese curds what are canceled. you doing canceled yeah hey beto you're canceled <laughs> well he is getting canceled a little bit. uh well, let's not get into that um great so what next? wow this is a a fun episode fun game to watch mm. i loved learning about like i'm i'm sorry to jazz fans and nets fans that we hadn't done them yet it's a very big league and it's been hard to sort of coordinate make sure we see all the teams but i'm so glad that we have um tried to see all the teams because we every time we watch a new team i'm like I love them. I love this guy. I love that guy. I like, that's true. I get, I collect more people to be a fan of, which is so fun. And the only team we haven't done now is the Pacers, Pacers, which we will get to soon. Um, and then and we'll, the calves, we haven't done the calves, oh, the calves but right. that's, we'll watch them soon yeah. too. We're, yeah, we've already got that. Um, okay. So if you want to email us, you can um, contact us at hi at dunk.town. Um, you can also message us on Twitter and Instagram at dunktownpodcast. Um, 
I think we mentioned this before, but we love it when you guys tag us and stuff that you think we'll like because the answer is usually yes, we like it. (laughs) Um, And if you want to leave a voice message, you can call us at 903-420-DUNK. And here's a message from a friend of the show, Andrew Clotworthy. You guys may recognize his name because he made our beautiful theme song that everybody loves. Um, And here's what he had to say. I... Agata and Anastasia and Gabe and whoever else is there. There's no one here. <laughs> uh, hi, I just wanted to say that I love you. This is this is Andrew Bear. I'm calling from Dreamland, <laughs> and I'm just having a real nice time. I saw your tweet about <laughs> you having a voicemail box, and so <laughs> I thought it would be a nice idea to call my friends and tell them that I love them okay. Why am I being burned at the stake for this? <laughs> I can't take it. This voicemail box is too much pressure, you guys. Oh. What have you done? What beast have you unleashed? Anyway, okay, I'm dumb. I love you so much. Bye. So you... So cute. <laughs> you, he is adorable. We love you, Andrew. Um, and everyone should support his Patreon because uh, it's... Yeah, it's patreon.com slash Andrew Bear. Um, he will he create a song. Yeah, he'll create a new song. And um, I believe every two weeks or so, you'll get uh, a new song from him. And he's so good. And his music is delightful. Yeah. And if you want to leave a, a message in our voicemail basket, the number again is 903-420-DUNK. Um, make sure you follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dunktown Podcast. Check out our website, dunk.town. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. Thank you to Andrea for our artwork and design. Thank you to all of you guys for listening and coming back and, um, you know, giving us feedback on everything that you like. And we really appreciate it. We do this because we love interacting with you guys. Yeah. You keep us going. This has been awesome. Yeah. And sometimes when things get hard or we get frustrated and then it's like, we get a, a really sweet email from someone who's like, this was really impactful to my life. And, that's why we do it it's fun thank you (laughs) yeah thank you love you love you Bye. bye